0: I'm AJ Bianco, host of Reflect Ed, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And welcome to another great episode of My EdTech Life. I am your host, Fonz Mendoza, and as always, I am excited to be here with you guys today, bringing you amazing guests, amazing topics, amazing shows. And as you know, the mission, the vision, and the passion of My EdTech Life is to bring educators and creators together one show at a time. So thank you again, as always. Um, so I am really excited about today's show. Today's show is something that is very special, and I am so thankful for this opportunity to go ahead and interview a very special person to all of us googly individuals, um, you know, and because of the work that she is doing along with the amazing team at Google, I am excited to welcome today, Miss Morgan Weissman, who is a product marketing manager for Google. Morgan, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm great, Vaughn. Thanks so much for having me on. Excellent. Well, I am so excited to talk to you today. As we know, Google Anywhere School is something that is huge and it's something that is big, especially for us that are in education. And of course, we are all about all things Google. So I'm just really excited about what you will be sharing with us today all of the news, all the goods, and all that great, uh, well, I like to call it all the awesome sauce that Google (laughs) will be, um, you know, releasing. And of course, you know, just taking care of our education community and engaging our students. So as always, I'm very thankful and very excited. But before we get started, Morgan, I would love to simply ask if you can give us a little brief introduction. uh, You know, tell us a little bit about yourself and your context as far as your work as a part of product marketing manager. Definitely. So
1: I don't know if you know this about me, but I actually taught kindergarten for a couple of years in Dallas, Texas. Um, So I know you are based in Texas now. Um, And I joined Google almost seven years ago. And I first started at Google, not in education. I was in recruiting, actually, for product managers. And I spent a lot of my time figuring out how I could make my way onto the education team. (laughs) (laughs) So I was definitely bit by the education bug, and I joined the marketing team um, almost five years ago now. So I get to spend my time with our product managers, uh, working on all things Chrome, Classroom, Google Workspace for Education. And I also get to spend some of my time working on accessibility. We talked about earlier, sustainability, security and privacy, family engagement. So uh, it's really a dream come true to be able to work on this team and get to launch products that help educators everywhere because it was one.
0: Wow, that is wonderful. And Morgan, I just really want to say that I, I'm really excited for that because especially, you know, coming out from the classroom and then getting into, you know, this uh, new job in in, in in tech and more so with Google to be able to bring in your teaching perspective, your classroom experience into this area is definitely something that is wonderful and it's great because you do get to come in like i mentioned with that experience and now you're working with the fine people at google and bringing out these products with the teacher in mind and of course with the student in mind so i'm really excited about a lot of the great things that you will be sharing but before we get into that just I want to know just for a lot of us out there that are, that are watching and they're going to be listening to this podcast, uh, how exciting is it to be able to help educators all around the world? Like what you're doing has a direct impact in with so many classrooms around the world. Can you tell us what that, what that feels like, please?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I kind of joke, I'm like, it's a pinch me job, (laughs) right? Like I kind of can't believe it some days and I. I guess when I was teaching, um, and you may feel like this after coming out of the classroom, you know, you get to impact these like 25 little people. I taught kindergarten, so mine were little people. And I felt like I could only do so much for them, right? I, I could only control what was happening in, within my classroom walls. And to then be able to go and do that at scale for Google, where you're impacting hundreds of millions of teachers and students with your products, with like the one tiny change that you're making that makes a ginormous impact. It's incredible. And we just, I work on this team with a lot of former educators and a lot of people that are so passionate about education because everyone has some connection, right? Like they all were, everyone was a student. They all have a favorite teacher, like just these common through lines. And I feel like At Google, you know, it's one of the most magical parts of our business that we are all mission driven, but we actually have money to do something about it. And a lot of that gets directed back into the education system, which is definitely so needed.
0: Definitely. Well, thank you so much. And I'm really excited, like I said, because of what you do, it definitely makes my job a lot easier, not only (laughs) professionally, but also because I work in a school district and I work with teachers and of course, just having that direct impact on teachers and with students, you know, everything that we've been able to do and how we've been able to grow as educators and help our students grow as well with the tech skills that they need for the future of learning. The future of work is something that's great. So I'd like to ask just a couple of questions here, because I know for ourselves, the transition from brick and mortar to virtual, you know, during pandemic was something that was like, wow, unprecedented. We didn't know how this was going to go. We didn't know how long it would go. However, what we did see is that we saw that Google was very proactive during this time and was developing and was coming out with solutions to a lot of the problems that we were having in the classroom. As far as the accessibility, you know, now we, with Google meet just made things so much easier. So I just want to know, you know, how, uh, how has the pandemic helped Google for education become more proactive? Yeah. It's a
1: great question and you're taking me back to like (laughs) February, 2020 and we started hearing from some of our teammates um, in Japan that there was this thing happening and schools were starting to close and there was this illness and it was before it had even hit here in the U S yet. And we had started having these conversations about like, okay, I think something's about to happen. That's really big. And what do we need to do to put in place? And so. I was actually a part of our like COVID-19 task force, as we started to call it, where we had these really late nights and really early mornings of like, what do we need to do? Because what do teachers need? Right. And like what are schools gonna need when they start to shut down? And so we started our site. It was originally called Teach From Home. And then we rebranded it to be Teach From Anywhere because it wasn't just at home that students were learning and teachers were teaching from. And so we basically compiled all of these resources from across Google. on like, how do you use our tools at home? How do you support parents and guardians, right? With how to use the tools and set up their students for success. And beyond that, you know, the response was then, okay, what do we do about the products, right? Because I think you mentioned Google Meet, and I think it's just a prime example because it wasn't built for educational purposes, right? But overnight it had to work for education. So we're always, you know, now trying to think of ways to extend the education use case to products across the company and make everything more integrated. And with Google Meet, right, we had to pivot and figure out how to bring these elements of the physical classroom to the virtual. So from hand raising to polls, to breakout rooms, right, and being able to replicate like those small groups, and um, even to like the safety features, right. To be able to mute students or eject them if if need be along with those engagement tactics. And, you know, it's really helped us figure out not just what teachers need now, but try to anticipate what they may need in the future as education continues to evolve. Right, and we talk about this innovation curve and how the pandemic just accelerated this learning through technology. And I think those are some of the biggest learnings we've taken with us. You know, we try to spend a lot of time with teachers, interviewing education leaders, Um, community members, but at the same time, like, how do you think five years in the future? Right. And like what education will actually look like, um, and try to build for those needs as well as kind of what we, what we have now.
0: You know, and that's great. And, and everything that you said was, it just took me back to that, you know, as well, when we just didn't come back after spring break here in Texas, you know, and, Um, you know, coming in and then having to train teachers who, you know, we were a Google school district, but not everybody was just fully Mm on board as, you know, but now it was that transition and then doing sessions. Like I was doing like six sessions a day for, I don't know how many days. I don't even remember. I, I, you know, put, I have a list there of all the trainings, but it was just something that was great because I, like, I was very familiar with the tools, but now what I'm seeing too, is that. Due to this, a lot of the teachers, their comfort level went through the roof. And to be honest with you, I've even had some teachers that at once told me there's nothing that you can teach me. I am so anti-tech. I will never use it. But now those same teachers were like, you know what, in my 30 plus years that I've been doing this, you're the only one who's been able to teach me something. And now, because they've been able to learn how to streamline their work and, you know, being able to engage the students, it was almost for a lot of the teachers, it was something refreshing for them. And it's like they found a little spark within, of course, you know, we know that it was something tough, but for a lot of teachers, it was like, wow. And now what I'm finding is. I don't get as many phone calls anymore for, Hey, can you help me with this or help me with that? Because the teachers, you know, they have figured it out and they feel more comfortable with the tech. So my next question to you, and and you kind of hinted or you kind of gave us a little reply there. But my question is, you know, myself, you know, as an instructional tech, I'm always looking for feedback, you know, from any trainings and from teachers as well. So from my next question to you is. How has feedback helped Google improve, you know, the education platform? Yeah. Um,
1: you know, I was telling someone the other day, we read literally every single piece of feedback that we get, <laughs> whether it's in Google classroom with that submit feedback button, whether it's our YouTube channel comments, whether it's on Twitter, whether it is you know, our customer advisory boards, whether it's with our community members, or right, your innovators and trainers. Um, we literally, we read everything. And, you know, I think sometimes when we submit feedback online, we're like, oh, it's going in that big black box. <laughs> no one's ever gonna read it. And we actually do because we, it makes us better, right? So I think we talked about how there are so many educators on the team, but by being close to our audience, that's what makes us, you know, more useful and helpful. Um, so we have these programs and I know you're in some of them. So internally we have a program called dog fooding and, um, the reason why it's called dog fooding, it came out of some advertising campaign years ago, I think, but the premise is that if you're using your own product, then it's going to be good enough for others to use. And so we have a program called school fooding. And so we work with schools to test and pilot our programs in schools. Um, and some of the features that we have been testing right now, um, are the ones that you have been using. So, um, what we try to do, um, is do like school fooding, we dog food, then we school food, um, it's like the Google internal language, right? Um, and then we spend time with our products in alpha and then in beta and testing them out with a really big group of, of schools and students and teachers, um, to then make sure they're ready for prime time. And when we get all of that feedback, you know, that's helpful for us as we're actually building the products. And we're also getting feedback to help us inform what we should build to begin with. Um, so some of those features that we are launching um, at the Anywhere School are ones that we have built with a lot of feedback from educators. Um, and so I'm excited to be here to, to chat about some of those
0: today. Yes, and I am excited about that. But again, I do want to thank you because one thing that I have seen as being part of several of these programs and groups such as Google innovator, you know, trainer level one, level two you all really put out, you know, a lot of forms, you are always, you know, doing some sessions. And um, I love the fact that you do take it, our feedback, and you that helps you and guide you and help improve the products. And I love that connection. You know, I think that's something that is very important, as well, that we're not only simply connected because of the technology that you're able to bring to help facilitate our teaching, and of course, engaging students. But the fact that You know, what you are hearing from us really helps improve the, the, the platforms and the programs and everything just continues to grow together just to get all our students and teachers ready for the future. And speaking of the future, you know, talking about anywhere school, Morgan, I am really excited. I know I have seen some of the announcements, you know, and and as far as being part of these groups also as well, we kind of get a little heads up or a little preview, but I am just so excited about. All the great stuff that is coming, and I know we can't talk about it all, but Morgan, what are some of the things that you are most excited about?
1: Okay. I'm, I feel like we should have like a drum roll or something. Um, so I am most excited for a couple of the new features coming to Chromebooks. So, um, I'm a huge Chromebook user. Um, and I highly encourage everyone out there who is listening to run, don't walk, to get a Chromebook. Um, they have improved so much over the last year, few years. And um, if you're not sure where to start, you can head to our website on edu.google.com and check out our discovery page and find the right Chromebook for you. Um, but we have some new features that are coming to Chromebooks that are only on Chromebooks, and they're really gonna help teaching and learning. So the first one, um, we have this feature that came out last year, which is a screen capture tool on Chromebooks. So think taking image um, screenshots, right? Being able to do a little short GIFs and stuff like that. And so now we're taking it one step further and we are building a full screencast tool into Chromebooks. So with screencast, that's what we've named it. And speaking of feedback, um, we run everything by educators. So not just the product development, but also names. Um, so we did a lot of focus groups with educators to make sure we got the name right, as well as kind of our messaging it. But with screencast, now you'll be able to record trim, share, and view screencasts with this app. It's built directly into Chrome OS. Um, so it'll be up in on all Chromebooks with M103. So that's the next Chrome update that rolls out like starting June 23rd, I believe. Um, and what's really cool about these screencasts is they all come with transcriptions um, built in that then you will be able to translate into um, the language that's on your Chromebook or the language of your choice. Um, and then all of those recorded videos and screencasts will all automatically be uploaded into Google Drive. So I'm so excited to hear how you're using screencasts because I know some examples we've heard of are like flipped classroom. So being able to record your lesson, and then having a student go or having your students watch it and then come into class the next day already prepared um, to be able to record your content live while you're teaching so that students can go home and reference that while they're doing their homework instead of getting stuck and confused or randomly searching the web, um, or even students doing presentations. Um, so I'm I'm super excited about about screencast. What have you been using it so far for? I,
0: I am really excited about it because I would I have been able to test it out and just the fact that it it becomes your your machine becomes a one-stop shop where everything is native. And everything is tied together. And that's the one thing that I love that we know that there are other products that are out there that, you know, you have to add and, you know, within the Chrome ecosystem and so on. But just the fact that we have this builder, but to me, the biggest, biggest thing is the transcript, because what happens is I get to do a lot of, uh, you know, lessons with parents as well. We have our technology Tuesdays where we engage parents, so the that. fact. The fact that I'm, that I can record my presentation and since I service not only English speaking parents, I also service Spanish speaking parents, they're able to see that transcript as well. So the one thing that I love about that too, is as you go through that transcript, you can go and just click on, you know, a certain piece and you either go back or you go front within the transcript, as long as, you know, or wherever it is that you'd like to go. But that the ability that you said, that accessibility of if I'm an an English speaking teacher and yet I have some students that, you know, are just learning the language based on that transcript, I can get that translated and then they can go ahead and follow along and get that little additional support. Uh, The fact that the students are also this is what I love, too. Back in my day when I, when I was in the classroom many years ago, we were still using Chromebooks. I was, I was that one teacher that would check out the Chromebook cart all year long. So I would sign it out and it lived in my room. We were using the Chromebook carts. So what I would have a lot uh, you know, my students do a lot of was um, evidence, you know, with PBL, they would show me artifacts, they would turn something into me. And screencasting was one of the biggest tools that the students loved to do because they loved to be in front of the camera. They loved to record themselves. But then also at the same time, you know, they loved recording what they were doing or what they were creating on the the Chromebook itself. So, So just the fact that they're able to do that, record themselves showing me their math work. They can record themselves showing me doing some sort of task. And even just being able to create their own tutorials uh, and share among students, you know, now the classroom is more engaging and now as a teacher, I can definitely fall back a little and definitely take more of that guide on the side role and be that facilitator. And I can just see the magic happening between my students. So I'm excited for all of that. And the fact that you said, just go straight to your Google drive you can share it from there, magical. So that's really got me pumped up about it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I I mean, to your point, right around students sharing their ideas and what they know, we're just seeing with technology, they're able to share in a way that works for them, right? So with Google Meet, right? And with, you know, Docs or whatever, we hear from all these different voices within the classroom rather than just calling on three hands. And you can get all of those checks for understanding with Google Forms or, um, you know, with doing a screencast and sharing their presentation in that way where a kid may prefer that versus something else. It's just, it's so cool to see all these different mediums now to express themselves. And, you know, this these kids are just these native digital users and thinkers. And so all of this is like, you know, Yeah, first hand for them
0: (laughs) yeah and the other thing like for teachers like I mentioned earlier like you know I would normally I, I would love this when I work with my parents but in the classroom you know being able to be you know have a chrome device just walk around be untethered and just be recording everything that's on my screen even as I'm walking around gauging what the students are doing but just being able to record all of that and then have something for my students that those that may be absent, I can share in Google Classroom, I can go ahead and, you know, share it with them immediately. And, you know, it's just instant. And that's the one thing that I love too. you know, for teachers to be able to be, uh, move around and not just be in a corner tethered just because that's where their machine is. So now they have more ability to be able to move around and still be able to record what it is that they're doing.
1: Exactly. Gone are the days of the teacher just sitting behind the desk where all the students are in a row in their little desks, right? And, you know, that's why I think Chromebooks are this incredible invention, too, because, you know, I have a Chromebook that um, is a convertible, right? So you can flip it over and then walk around with it in tablet mode. You know, you can take off the keyboard. It's just, and with a stylus built in, right? And so one of the other features that we are announcing is Cast Moderator. So it is a new mode. Um, that, we, that will enable you to cast wirelessly from your Chromebook um, using a secure access code. So with that code, that means only students in the same classroom as that cast receiver can cast to the front of the class. So no longer will rogue casters be going from class to class. Um, what's great, too, is educators will have the cast receiver um, remembered on their device so you don't need a code as a teacher each time to connect. It'll just be remembered in there. Um, and we will, we're currently piloting Cast Moderator. So we know this has been a really big ask for a very long time. Now it's having a really good casting solution for education. Um, and we hope to be able to get some more details um, soon, but um, we're currently piloting Cast Moderator right now.
0: Now that right there, Morgan, see, look, with Screencast, The screencasting and cast moderator. Definitely. That is a solution that I'll be honest with you. I know it's something that I've personally been looking for as a district we've been looking for, and I know that I'm probably not the only district that is looking for something to completely, like you mentioned, untether our teachers to be able to move around and they can cast from anywhere along the room so they can engage all students. But the fact that now students can go ahead and ask. also, to me, that is just something that is wonderful. It's engaging. Students are able to share their work, share their creations. And to me, that just really makes the classroom more exciting. It makes the, even though the content, let's say may not be, you know, something off the top of the, you know, I don't know what, what I'm saying, but just really overly exciting, I guess. But the fact that you're able to create and ask a student. Hey, can you share what you did there? Hey, I would love for you to share this great concept or this great lesson or this great way of figuring things out. And now you're showcasing their work, man. Students are gonna, they're gonna get excited because it's like, oh, maybe the teacher will call on me so I can go ahead and share my work and so on. And it's all about that engagement and that excitement, lighting up that spark again, not only for the students but for the teachers. And I love that solution. So I'm really excited about that. And I can't wait for it to come out because I'm all about teachers being able to walk around, be untethered and doing their thing. So I'm excited about that.
1: (laughs) Awesome. I know we are too. We're just, you know, these like improvements should just help teachers do their job. They shouldn't have to worry about plugging in this cord or plugging in that cord and then figuring out which device is compatible, right? It's, it should just work all together. So we're really excited about Cast Moderator. And then I have a couple of other favorites, if I can share those too. Yes, of course, um, So coming to Google Classroom, we had an announcement in March, um, that we are building something called Practice Sets. So Practice Sets, um, it's coming into Google Classroom and um, the beta will start this summer. Um, we've been doing some piloting up until now, and I was explaining to someone earlier today, I think, um, remember the days of having the teacher, this was me, actually, I had this stack of worksheets, I would pass them out, all my students would fill in their worksheets, I would then take them back, I would grade them, um, students might have been getting stuck, they had to raise their hands a million times, they didn't ask three before me, um, and you know, then I had to go home, grade, analyze, and then think about what I was going to reteach or teach differently or, um, you know, see which students needed help. So now what we are doing is building all of that functionality directly into Google Classroom. So with Practice Sets, you'll be able to take um, the content that you already have, so existing worksheets or net new content, and turn them into interactive assignments. And these interactive assignments will have Um, hints and feedback as students go through and take them. Um, They'll be able to analyze and auto-grade and then provide teachers with um, results and uh, which skills might need a little extra support for which students. And we're so excited because this is the first application of adaptive learning technology to be able to kind of take it to that next level of not just, you know, productivity and efficiency, but really focusing on learning outcomes and how can we help teachers work smarter with their time and and get that real-time feedback on skills. And then also help students and engage them and encourage them and want them to be involved in their own learning process. And as we've been doing a lot of this piloting, that's what we're hearing, that teachers, that students are excited to do their work, (laughs) you know, and they want to do these. And it almost feels like, You know, they can get that support in real time when the teacher might not be able to. Um, so practice that.
0: Yeah. And see, one thing that I love about that, like you mentioned, and going back to the teaching days too, I mean, having sometimes a stack, three classes, four classes, 30 students per class, all of a sudden you have a stack of worksheets. And then at the end of the week, now you have a crate of worksheets that you have take home. And so the fact that you're giving teachers their time back in being able to do this. And then with, of course, the practice sets, being able to grade and give back some real data immediately, then as a teacher, I can be easily and readily equipped to be able to support those students that you mentioned earlier, that may be having a little bit of difficulty on a certain concept as it could have been a misconception. Maybe as a teacher, when I reflect, I said, okay, maybe I might've explained it incorrectly, and then you can go ahead and target those one, two, three small students in a small or uh, students in a small group and either go over the material quickly within like little five minute lesson or 10 minute little mini lesson, because it could have been a misconception or it just all depends, but it, it's going to help teachers just maintain those students at that same level, I think. And like you said, the engagement, the excitement behind it. You're giving the teachers their, their time back. You're giving students their time back and also being able to uh, adapt to their learning that right there is amazing. I am really excited about that too, as well.
1: Awesome. And then I'll share one final one. So also in Google classroom. So we know that teachers use a lot of different apps out there and we love that. There are so many amazing ed tech apps. Um, I. I know we all rely on many of them, not just in the education world as well. Um, But now, one of the things we've heard loud and clear is that you want these apps to be able to work within Google Classroom, Um, so not having all the different logins and passwords to remember and to just have it as that one hub. So now, um, we are introducing Classroom add-ons Um, where teachers and students can access all of more than 15 EdTech apps, so that's what we're starting with, um, directly within Classroom. Um, So then you know, teachers can review student work within the grader view and grades will automatically transfer to the Classroom Gradebook. So admins will of course be able to choose which add-ons they enable for their schools, Um, but that is one of the ones that we are starting with too. So we're super excited about add-on.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited about that too, because, ha, you know, being an instructional tech, oftentimes teachers are like, why well, we have this platform, we have this platform, we have this platform, but they don't all play well together. Or these have different types of logins. These, the username is a little different for the students. And this one is just completely way off in left field. But if we, like you said, we can put them all together in one and just have one login and you go into your Google classroom and students can access that without having to have any additional logins that again, going back to being a time saver, the teacher still able to use the apps that they love to use for classroom engagement, everything ties back to Google classroom and it's just, so again, going back to that one-stop hub, that one-stop machine that, you know, Google classroom is to facilitate instruction. That's definitely great. And I love that. So I am really excited about this, and I know that there are plenty of more that are out there, but I know that our time is limited as far as, you know, the show, but Morgan, thank you so much for sharing all of this. But before we go, just one final question, as you know, the, the mission, the vision and the passion of this show is to connect, you know, and and in this case, it's always educators and creators, but also now with what you have been doing is connect educators to companies such as Google, you know, and, and, you know, that are doing some amazing things to help education and to help engage students. So my question to you is the final one would be is, you know, as in your role and with your lens and your perspective that you see, what would you say is the ultimate goal for Google for education to help improve the education landscape?
1: Ooh, hard-hitting question. Um, yeah, this is a big one. So something we've been talking about a lot lately is how learning is inherently personal, right? It's about how you learn, what you like to learn, um, the ways you learn best, right? And education often is one size fits all, right? You know, you go into this classroom and it's kind of like, okay, let's work for your, you know, predecessors it should work for you too. And I think what we're seeing is that education can and should feel personal too, and that's what teachers are out there doing every single day. Right when you differentiate, when you figure out what makes a kid just have that spark come alive, Um, and you know, time and resource constraints really make that so difficult. And as we build towards you know this more personal future for education, we really believe in this kind of adaptive learning technology, which can help get us there faster and. You know, at Google, our goal was really to power that kind of pursuit of personal potential for both teachers and students, both in and out of the classroom. You know, it's really about learning. And we're, we like to say we're a learning company, right? Because it's learning at home, it's learning for school, it's learning for work. And you can see kind of those through lines throughout, not just our education products, but like through Google at large. And so I think that's where we're going, you know, so technology can definitely like be a part of the solution to the, the other problems within education and making sure that we're working towards this future where every single student has the access to skills that they need and the education that they deserve and helping connect teachers and students to that technology to help get them there, right? Because, you know, technology can only do so much. It's really about the teacher and it's about putting it in the hands of someone who knows exactly what to do with it. And so just from Google, if I can speak on behalf, you know, to all of the educators out there, we're so grateful for you. And we know you have been through so much over the last few years that we just want to celebrate you and appreciate you and know we are here listening and building for you. So feel free to reach out always. You can DM us on Twitter or um, we listen to all of your feedback that you share through all of your other channels. So Thank you so much for having me.
0: Excellent. Well, Morgan, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And Google also as well, Google for Education. Thank you so much, you know, for the rest of the team that is out there, that is doing what you're doing from, you know, developers to, you know, product managers, anybody in marketing. But, I mean, it's amazing that the amount of work that you do, the impact that it has not only just on one school and one classroom, but you're talking about worldwide, globally. And so for myself and through my experience, I definitely want to say thank you for what you do. Thank you for taking our feedback and thank you for the amazing ways that you continue to push education forward and giving students access, giving, you know, the students, the tools, the technology and the know how to get them ready for the future of work, the future of learning. So Morgan, it has been an honor and it has been a pleasure to have you here on the show. And guys, as always, thank you so much for making My EdTech Life what it is today. We really appreciate all of your support. So we ask that if you do get a chance, stop by our website, check us out at myedtech.life. Check out all our previous episodes, including this one. And uh, again, you know, as always, from my heart to yours, thank you, thank you, thank you. And again, don't forget, as always, my friends, don't forget, stay techy.